is faithful. We sing about it, we talk about it, people preach about it, but do we really realize in our hearts the vastness of this blessed truth? My guess is that for most of us, we do not. If we truly understood that God was faithful, we would live much less stressed lives and would experience the peace that passes understanding and walk in joy unspeakable and full of glory. Join us in this podcast as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures, revealing the faithfulness of God. Today, trust in the faithfulness of God and allow him to keep you in perfect peace. Hello and welcome to this podcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. Today we're going to take our scripture out of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 9. And it goes like this. God is faithful by whom ye were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. We're talking today about faithful and how faithful God is. But when I look at this scripture, something just jumps off the page at me. And it says that God is faithful by whom I was called unto fellowship, to fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. When Jesus died on the cross of Calvary, he didn't do it just to save us from our sins. We know he did it because he loved us. But he did it in order to forge a relationship between us and him. A relationship, a fellowship. He wants to spend time with us. He wants to be part of our lives. He wants us to know him intimately. He wants us to fellowship with him. When we fellowship with somebody, we share good times. We share fun times. We share a meal together. We spend time together. We speak about the things that are on our heart and on our mind. We talk about our issues, and we allow them to pray with us. Do you know that Jesus prays for us? The Scriptures tells us that in the book of John in chapter 17. He loves us, and he gives us all that we need in order to have the life he has for us. He is faithful to provide for us. He gives us life, and he wants us to have it more abundantly. And I believe when we look at this scripture right here, it really gives us a glimpse into what he means when he says that I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus is telling us, I want to be your life. 
I want you to be so in love with me and intertwined with my workings and the things that I have for you that I am the first thing on your mind in the morning and the last thing on your mind at night, and I'm who you want to be around all day. Now, that is not to the exclusion of being around the people God has given us because God gives us a community that we might feel the love of God through others, that we might be part of God's plan in witnessing to others to allow them to be part of the kingdom and that we might be his hands and feet extended and have the privilege and opportunity to help others as Christ gives us the ability to do so. But he wants to be the most important thing in our life and he wants us to be involved in his life and allow him to be involved in our life. And you say, well, how can you be involved in his life? You can be involved in his life by studying his word and praying and being a willing vessel to go where he says go and being on the front lines of his work so that you can be his hands and his feet extended. But he can be part of your life by you coming to him and asking for his direction and seeking him and seeking his presence and seeking his will for your life. And then you get the opportunity of this fellowship with him. And this fellowship with him is going to lead you into a life that is more abundant, the one that he has planned and orchestrated for you. But God is faithful and he will do what he says And he is who he says he is, and he is omnipotent, and he's omniscient. He knows all things, and he is all-powerful. But sometimes I believe we just don't comprehend that. And I believe one of the reasons we don't comprehend the amazing truth that God is faithful is because we fail to recognize God's existence in our lives. My family had something called God sightings, and we would often speak of them at the end of the day, and we would recount where we saw God's hand at work in our lives, or where we saw God's hand work in somebody else's life. But we were looking for the presence of God, and when you look for something, you will find it. And the Bible says, seek and ye shall find. Remember, he says, ask and, you sh- and he will answer us, seek and ye shall find and knock and it'll should be opened unto you. So when you have a purpose of finding God, he's not lost people. He's right there in the plain view of you, open for everybody to see, doing his work. And when you're looking for him, you're going to find it. And so our lives often neglect to see him because we've become so full of ourselves that we begin to give the attributes of God and all the things that he's done. We take that and give ourselves credit for it. The amazing things that God has blessed us with in our homes, we begin to think it's because we earned the money. We had the job. God didn't have his hand in that. Well, let me tell you, God did. God gave you the abilities for you to be able to get the job. God gave you the job and God allows you to have that job. And so he puts you there in order to have the things that God wants you to have and to be able to bless him with the things that God gives you. I submit to you today that God is faithful and God will continue to show up in your lives. But you've got to make room for him 
And you need to be looking at him. In fact, James chapter 1 and verse 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. He is faithful. And we need to be looking at him. Perhaps another reason that we don't see the greatness of the amazing truth that God is faithful is because we fail to see the daily provisions he gives us. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19, he says, But my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And maybe you're thinking, well, I don't have everything I want. God says he supplies our needs, and I submit to you that he supplies far more than our needs. But sometimes those things you want, they're not the best things for you. Many of you listening to me, unlike myself, are a parent. And so you've had children come and ask you for something that in and of itself seemed just fine, but you knew it wasn't the right thing for your child. It wasn't the best thing for them. So you didn't give it to them, not because you didn't love them, not because you didn't think they didn't deserve it, but because it wasn't the best thing for them. And that child, no doubt, couldn't hardly understand, if at all, why you thought it was a bad idea. But you as the parent, loving your child so much, wanting the best for them, having a plan for them, you wouldn't give them what you knew was not best for them. That's how God is. He sees the future. He sees the past. He sees everything all at once because he's not bound by time. And he knows the things that might detour you from serving him. He knows the things that might distract you. He knows the things that might get in the way for the plans he has for you. And I promise you that the plans he has for you is to prosper you and to give you a hope. They're far better than you could ever imagine. And many times we are asking for far beneath what we could have. We are asking for things that we can only see, but if we would just submit our lives to the Lord and let him be the delight of our lives, he will change the desires of our heart to match with his plan, and his plan will be far greater than you could ever imagine because he loves you far more than you could even love your own children. And if you won't give them the things that would cause them trouble or harm, why would a God who loves you vastly not do the same. See, Jesus loves you, this I know, and he provides all your needs. Maybe you don't think he's faithful because you're just not seeing what he's doing for you. Perhaps you can't see the faithfulness and are unable to comprehend the greatness of the amazing truth that he is faithful because you forget or fail to recognize his continual protection upon you. You know that stoplight that was malfunctioning and you had to sit there longer than you thought you should? Perhaps that was a delay in your day, a delay in time that if you'd have been just a little faster down the road, you might have been in a wreck. Maybe that extra time of forgetting your keys and having to run back in there and get them, well, yeah, you forgot them. But maybe that was a delay that kept you out of harm's way. 
Maybe that missed opportunity because you didn't find out about that promotion in enough time to apply for it really was God's way of keeping you from something that you thought was great but later was going to turn out wrong. See, he closes a lot of doors in our lives that we don't understand. And many times later on in life, we see that if that door had been opened, we would have not had the life that we wanted and that that would have been a, a path that would have been wrong for us. See, God has a plan, and we need to know that he's faithful, and that faithfulness is found in his love for us, in his provisions for us, in the many blessings that he gives us, and we need to trust in him. Our trust in him is going to help us understand his will for our life, and when you're in the center of the will of God, you have peace beyond understanding and a joy unspeakable. Maybe another reason you can't comprehend the greatness of the amazing truth that God is faithful is because you fail to recognize who he is. You can't see the greatness of God. Maybe you're not looking. Maybe you're not studying enough. Perhaps you're not in prayer enough. But for whatever reason, you have forgotten who he is. In John chapter 14, verse 6, the scripture says this, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He is your Savior. He is the one who died on the cross of Calvary and gave his life for you that you might have life. God is faithful. He supplied a need you had before you even knew you had the need, before you were ever even born. You were on his mind when he was on the cross because he knew that you would have a sin debt, that you would be unable to pay, and he wanted you to have full reconciliation with him and a wonderful relationship with him, and he died on the cross of Calvary, shedding his blood to wipe away your sins. If only you would believe. John 3, 16 says, for God so loved the world, and that means you, that he gave his only begotten son, and that is Jesus, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but would have everlasting life. He is faithful even before you know your needs. Bible says in John chapter 10, 10, and I have alluded to this multiple times in our little bit of time together today. And he says, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that you might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. That's who he is. He's coming to provide for you good and mighty things. John chapter 17, verse 2 and 3, he says, and thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. You know who God is? He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. You know who God is? He sent his son Jesus, who died for you. 
You know who Jesus is? He gave his life for you. Jesus is always looking for your behalf, and he prays for you. Jesus loves you. This we know. There are a few ways that we've talked about today that we fail to recognize that God is faithful. But there's a whole lot more. But I believe this is enough for us to chew on for a while and try to reflect on our lives and look back and try to remember who he is. To realize that he blesses us and gives us the wonderful things in our lives, that he's supplying our needs, that he is taking care of the things that we need and protecting us, and that he is wonderfully loving us. But the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 and 5 something that I believe all of us need to hold so closely to. He says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. You ever wondered why he said, let your conversations be without covetousness before he said that? See, you may think that so-and-so has something better than you, but if you have Jesus, you have it all. You ever notice why he might have said, be content with what you have? Because if you have Jesus, you have it all. And the Bible says that if you are his child and you have given your heart to him, that you have Jesus and that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He is faithful. Are you? Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Woman at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you and you are loved. Girl. Not that man calling me.
God.